2: Can't we just admit that pretty much everyone wants Haas to sell to Andretti already? Hear me out, okay? There are good reasons. I know you're probably tired hearing about the whole situation with Haas kicking Gunther to the curb, and all the stuff that he said over the last few days have pretty much just dried up every single last bit of hope I've had for that team and why I think Andretti would do a much better job. And it would fix a lot of the tension that's been going around Formula One lately, its beef with the FIA and the fact that we could see a breakaway series with Liberty Media running away from the FIA. All of this could be solved if Has just it off. I'm gonna do my best to manifest this because simply put, in the world of social media and whatnot, F1 has managed to carve out a new section of audience and adapted to the modern tastes and sensibilities to garner a new and younger audience. There are tons of reasons why there's so much hype around the teams like McLaren, Aston Martin, Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull, even the likes of Alpine. Their drivers are incredibly popular on the likes of Instagram and them carving out a niche within a particular type of fan base and therefore it's bringing more eyes to Formula One where there might not have been a few years ago. It keeps the sport alive. Gatekeeping not allowed here. So speaketh the ladder man. All Formula One fans are welcome here. Almost every team has a reason why they are a media darling. They're active with their fans, and they don't get themselves embroiled with internal politics and are punchy when it comes to their overall prospects for the season ahead, and you believe them. Even the likes of Sirloin F1 team, you are kind of morbidly curious as to see what happens with them before they become Audi. There's a degree of interest with them. Where there is Haas, there is no interest, other than wondering how long are they going to last. What has Gene Haas proved to us all? That... Haas, now, is just a billboard for his company. He simply wants to ride the coattails of its newly found popularity Formula One, and all of this negativity and lack of ambition is something that could spoil the entire luster of F1, bring it into disrepute, and provide the excuse everybody needs to get Andretti into the sport, and also kill off the debate of having an 11th team. Don't worry, team Principal. you'll still get your precious prize money, no dilution involved. So what's become clear in recent years is that in F1, it's become enticingly interesting for the likes of capital investment firms. Then again, outside interest has been quite synonymous in Formula 1, but in many different guises over the decades. Of course, sponsors, since the late 60s, have been very, very, very influential in terms of the direction of Formula 1 teams, and in some cases engine manufacturers have been quite influential even when it comes to the likes of the driver lineup. Why do you think Satoru Nakajima would have been selected to be Ayrton Senna's teammate at Lotus in 1987? Was he that good? Lotus were willing to accept Honda's demands and Williams weren't. No disrespect to Nakajima-san here, this is just what Honda wanted. Honda were pushing for him to be an F1 and when Williams wouldn't budge and Lotus did budge, not only did Lotus get Honda power. Honda quit Williams after 1987, and they had to resort to non-turbo-juds. So as you can tell, external influence in F1 is rife, and it has evolved into being the darling in terms of major investors. That's something that Gene Haas is making a hard pass at. No, thank you very much, but in a North Carolina accent. Ryan Reynolds and company were looking to buy into the team, supposedly, before Alpine came along and swooned them with a sizable chunk of the Enstone team. Why didn't he bite? Well easy. He didn't want to share with anybody. And the reasons that Gene gave as to why he rejected maximum efforts investment are just ludicrous. They wanted to work with a team to help with their tools and infrastructure. That's why they partnered up with Alpine to give them the tools they needed to kick on and therefore of course make a return. Every single investor in all walks of life wants a return on their investment. Oh, I'm going to invest in something and I want to lose money. But at the end of the day, Gene just didn't want to be bossed around, as he says right here. Ahem. They expect a 15% rate of return every year. Give me a 15% rate of return and I'll have a couple of hundred million dollars I'll give you. They have high expectations, they have all kinds of rules. What their job is, they want to buy into you and five years later they want to make a hundred million dollar profit. Quite frankly, I don't need that kind of oversight from people who come in with $200 million, it's not enough to entice me to do that. What this is screaming out to me is that Gene Haas has no aspirations to do better in Formula One. No real meaningful ones. And that is not fair to the people that he employs. I'm pretty sure that if you are watching this and you work for Haas right now, you want to do better. You want to have a boss that is right behind you and wants the best for you. That's why Gunther Steiner was so popular with the grunts. Everybody liked him. Some people said that he was the best boss that they ever had. And Gene Haas is right here. He's been given almost this money to help build the team, improve the team. And then Gene is like, no, thank you. My grunts will just have to make do with what they've got and do better. Wow, that's really motivating, eh? I mean, actually, let me know in the comments why you are supporting Haas, aside from Nico and Kevin, okay? But this revelation that Gene gave out willingly to the media, this is just showing that he cannot use ignorance as an excuse as to why there are no investors coming to Haas. There are investors coming to Haas. There's an opportunity to buy into it. He chooses to reject it in favor of controlling the whole widget for himself. This goes in conjunction with this disinterest of hiring outside people for the role of team principal, replacing Gunther. Even though Mattia Bonotto's ties with Ferrari that Jean has oh so embraces highly, really would be very valuable in trying to build a good tie with Ferrari. And then there's Otmar Safna, a team principal who has been proven to be really good with underdog teams, punching above their weight. And not to mention both are available right now, but Jean doesn't want to get involved with any of that because they would be expensive, it would take too long for them to get up to speed, and most importantly, if he doesn't like them, then it's not worth it. What does it matter if they get results, Gene? No, according to Gene, it's better to hire from within, because it's faster to get them up to speed. And also, Aya Komatsu is a known quantity, and probably will be a bit of a yes-man. He would know the score when it comes to what Gene wants and expects. I am sure that Mr. Komatsu will get a pay rise, but I don't think it would be nearly as much as what Binotto or Sapna would charge. And again, no disrespect to Mr. Komatsu here. I'm sure he will do the best job that he can. I really wish him well, but... This kind of move to try and get Haas further up the grid is just not really encouraging. All of these other teams are doing things actively to improve their lot, improve their facilities, improve their ties with their suppliers. Yes, of course, the Red Bull AlphaTauri connection is a little bit iffy, but there's still stuff going on with AlphaTauri, or whatever they're going to be called. Getting rid of Steiner entirely was a huge mistake. I think it would have been better if they kept Gunther on as a managerial sort of person. Just relegate him to the factory or at least a few races. So that means he can still be there with the people that he has worked with and with instruction from Mr Komatsu, then be able to make sure that they get done. He seems to be really good on that front, being a manager. He just seemed to lack the vision in terms of a team principle. And not to mention, he's popular with fans, so Haas have just done something completely ridiculous and out of proportion. Going against the grain about what Formula One is doing right now, and he's staying put with the model that worked back in the day when Haas joined Formula One. That model of outsourcing to the likes of Dallara and Ferrari, it did work for the first few seasons, but after 2020 and the Roni Rona, things changed. More investment came about. The cost cap came into equation. Formula One evolved quickly and has to not do anything to try and adapt to it simply because gene couldn't be bothered to adapt to evolve see what everyone else is doing and having others around telling him what to do it's concerning it's fine to ignore outside influence if you're getting the results and you have a proven track record and everyone's right behind you and you can bring in sponsors who are enthralled with your story That's why Aston Martin's bringing in new sponsors. That's why McLaren are bringing sponsors in all the time. And they managed to pinch the likes of Monster from Mercedes. That's a huge coup in the sponsorship world. But Haas struggles to find them. Aside from the facts of MoneyGram, one of their first properly legit title sponsors ever. And then their recent acquisition with Play and Go and MGM Rewards. But they've got stuff to do with the casino industry. I'm seeing some worrying trends here, folks. First it was all of the crypto stuff, then VGW Play got into bed with Ferrari, and then let's not forget all of the antics of the topside F1 team. I think you don't need me to tell you, Haas is not providing any sort of positive inspiration toward me right now. Or probably you. Their biggest draw was chucked out, him being quite magnanimous at the Autosport event over the weekend, and endearing folks ever further toward him. I don't think Haas is living up to the image that Formula One aspires to be internationally. The creme de la creme of motorsport, when one of their teams is being an effective cheapskate, eschewing the likes of outside investors that will help broaden the appeal out of Formula One even more to the casuals. And yes, of course, I get the authenticity of motorsport and whatnot, but Haas is really not the biggest linchpin in American motorsport. They don't drum up confidence, whereas the team I'm talking about right now, and part of the tinfoil hat theory I have for this video, do. Andretti. Just...
0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash spoken today.
2: Hass right now is like the entitled brat who sees no point in trying that hard because the rest of the class will make up for their slacking off, which is not fair for the staff that work for them. Over the last few years, and especially over the last few days, there have been plenty of negative articles surrounding themselves concerning Hass. And as the 2024 season is gearing up, Formula One is probably looking at that in not a favourable manner. Haas is kind of bringing them down, that... This singular team is causing all of this strife and negativity. They got rid of one of their biggest draws. Why Netflix's drive to survive is still relevant. Gunther is no longer there. And then on top of all of that, Formula One is having a bit of an argy-bargy with the FIA concerning the likes of Andretti Autosport. The other teams don't want an 11th team on the grid because it might dilute their prize money. And therefore there are talks about a breakaway series with Liberty Media going away from the FIA's oversight. There's just so much tension going along. And then... Wait... That's it! I know the solution to everybody's problems! Just get Andretti to buy Haas! Okay, I don't own an F1 team. I'm just a ladder man. Gene can run the team however he wants, as what Gunther said. It's up to him where he steers the Haas ship. But the ideal solution to all the problems facing F1 right now is the likes of F1 and the FIA getting around a table with Gene and encouraging him in reconsidering some kind of partnership with Michael Andretti and his group, or maybe a controlled buyout or acquisition of the hasf F1 team. Which means that, effectively, all of the people that are working in Canapolis, Bambury and Marinello, their jobs could be secure, operated by an external operation who are really desperately wanting to compete in Formula 1 and are not seeing this as some excuse of breaking into the Chinese market which was one of the main motivators for Gene Haas to get into Formula One in the first place. It would be a good turnkey deal, this deal being somewhat similar to what Pan Am did with United back in the 80s with their Pacific division. Their CEO, Ed Acker, undertook a backroom deal with the United Airlines to not only transfer over the routes and planes, but to also send over the pilots and flight attendants and crew necessary to run said operations. United were expanding rapidly, and them hiring and preparing these brand new routes would have taken years, but here? Not only did Acker save the ex-Pan Am employees their jobs, it meant that United could com- their operations immediately. Much to the chagrin of existing United employees, but hey, it was a really good idea, and it did have the employees of Pan Am at heart. So in this particular situation, the predicament is thus. The FIA president has approved Andretti to compete in F1, f one is pushing back on the grounds of dilution and devaluing the brand Formula One has cultivated since 2020 in particular, then being one of the few global sports that was operating relatively normally at the time f one also wants American eyeballs and money, which right now they are trying to invest in by spending hundreds of millions of dollars in brand new tracks and circuits, which many current Formula One fans don't really see the appeal of, not to mention a lot of American fans kind of want an American team which is doing well and are proving to be extremely good fighters. They are fighting to do better. The underdogs, they want a team that is motivated, which right now has, from the top, aren't. Even though the crew, I'm sure they are extremely motivated, but their boss, their leader, their main money supplier? No... The FIA is seeing all of this play out and is turning the screw, with Ben Sulian playing to the emotional side of F1 fans and making the likes of Stefano Domenicale out to be the bad guys, resisting what fans truly want on many different levels. Naturally, all of this is going to cause tension. But my best solution for getting rid of all of this tension is just sell has to Andretti. It gets rid of so many problems. Because Andretti, this isn't the first time they've tried to buy out an existing Formula 1 team. They have met with so much opposition over the last few years. They almost became the new owners of Sauber before Audi got even the door. But at the very last minute, according to Andretti, Sauber Group changed the terms, citing the desire for more control and vetoing rights. Kind of like what happened at the last minute with Red Bull's Porsche deal. They wanted more oversight, they wanted more control, but Christian Horner rejected it. And then let's not forget, Andretti has tried many times over the years to buy out the likes of Haas, but Jean has rebuffed them every single time, to the point where Michael has effectively given up, because he knows he's not going to get anywhere. Unless F1 and the FIA get involved, because... They're probably looking at the situation and going like, we got this beef. They got this beef. How about we get rid of all of the beef altogether by coming up with some sort of situation where everybody benefits? And as all of this is going on, Andretti is expanding into the European world by investing in a team in Formula E. And their first season was remarkably impressive. They are trying to build up awareness in the European sector of motorsport that the Andretti name is pretty good, aside from all of the beef and drama that are going around with their entry into Formula One, just showing, hey, We do have some good motorsport credentials here. Just get all of these four groups around a table and thrash out some kind of deal which sees Gene Haas make a good return on his original investment. So that means he can go away, retire, and hey, maybe focus some effort into his NASCAR operations. So that means Stuart Haas do a little bit better in terms of their successes and operations and endeavors. I'm pretty sure that Liberty Media can afford to broker that deal because of the fact that, you know, they're dropping hundreds of millions of dollars to host races in Vegas and Miami, for example, with not that much added benefit or guarantee of return. Shoring up an American team for the future is a lot easier, and the Andretti name does carry a lot of sway and would drum up interest from American audiences in a more realistic, genuine way, since Haas simply doesn't inspire Americans in the same way. And most importantly, the biggest thorn in the side of every single existing Formula One team, there are no extra teams coming into play. It's still 10 teams, which means that nobody loses their prize money. It's still the 10 best teams in motorsport, even though for the longest time Formula One had 11 teams therefore everybody is happy, and therefore everybody that worked for Haas still gets to keep their job. The heritage that Andretti has, their base of operations being in Indianapolis, the home of American motorsport, the backyard has where the Indy 500 takes place, like how most of the F1 teams in their backyard is Silverstone, where the first Formula One race took place in 1950. So, in the space of a week, Haas has drastically reduced its appeal.
1: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com
2: Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a 5-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it, and until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have... A pleasant day. Goodbye.